0: From Affirm Films, the studio that brought you miracles from heaven, comes 5,000 Blankets. A woman and her young son, Philip, set out to find his missing father on the streets, sparking a movement that inspires a city.
1: There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture.
0: Inspired by a true story, 5,000 Blankets. In theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13, may inappropriate for children under 13. More information is available at 5,000blanketsmovie.com. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed.
1: Hey friends and welcome. Today we're going to talk about Christians after Christmas and that after Christmas letdown we often feel. This is episode 234, and you can find the show notes for today's episode at a few minutes with God podcast.com. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and welcome. Well, what should we feel as Christians after Christmas? We should rejoice and be glad, we should remember the greatest miracle but like our secular counterparts, we often feel like something is missing. In this episode, I'm going to delve into the gift of Christmas and how we can celebrate that all year long. And I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, and that is the movie 5000 Blankets. This movie was inspired by a true story. And 5000 Blankets will encourage you to give to others and find hope this holiday season. You can find 5000 Blankets, BlanketsMovie.com on their website and find out more information about where you can get the streaming version of this movie. Well friends do you feel it that after Christmas letdown many of us have been busy for weeks preparing and leading up to the big day and after all that prep there's some letdown isn't there and sometimes it feels overwhelming. Well, friends, if you're like me, you've prepared, and now it's time to do something else. Maybe you're returning gifts or putting away Christmas decorations. If our focus has been on the Almighty, the Word becoming flesh, then our celebration has just begun. As Christians, we continue to praise God for one of the greatest miracles of all times, the birth of Christ, God becoming man. We can focus on the theme of Advent, which is waiting with expectant faith, and now we're at the fruition of that. He has come, and we've remembered the Savior's birth. So, let the celebration begin. It's similar to your choice to follow Christ. We talked about that in a previous episode. No one can make you decide that this is important. You can be presented with faith, you can be offered the opportunity, but ultimately it's a free will decision. For some, it's one and done. What I mean is there's a profession of faith, a proclamation of renouncing sin and following Christ, yet it ends there. Maybe you read the Bible from time to time, or maybe there's a prayer said from time to time, but it isn't a true commitment. There can even be some church attendance thrown in. For me, that's just the beginning. Each day we should renew our love for God. We should say, here I am, Lord, I've come to do your will. When we read in Psalms forty six through 8 we read, Sacrifice and offerings you do not desire, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you have not required. Then I said, Here I am. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is in my heart. When we love someone, we are happy to please them and do things for them without expecting anything in return. And as we renew our decision to follow Him, we should seek ways to serve God in our thoughts and in our actions, in doing things that are pleasing to the Almighty. How do we seek the Lord? How do we plan for our lives? Does it include a plan to the Lord for direction? Lord, help me. Or... Lord, I'm trying to make this decision. Please, if it's your will, help me to see that. Do we seek his will and his direction, or do we just do things on our own? I know some of us are very capable, and we feel like God gave us all this ability, so we should be able to do it on our own. But I believe that the Lord wants to be part of our lives, as we should want him to be part of ours. I know that some of you may say, that you do pray and you do seek as well, but you don't hear anything back. Well, for me, the Lord gives me direction on how things seem to unfold. I don't sit on my hands and do nothing, but I put it out there and I pray and then I wait. Sometimes I'll get an idea or sometimes I'll have a feeling that this is the direction I should take, but I do not stress. I go on with my life. Then I am attentive. And as we are told during Advent, to stay awake and to be aware. How often do you look back at your life and see the hand of God? How often do we realize that God has been there the entire time? We are meant to serve and not to be perfect. By allowing our thoughts to focus on the important parts of our life, whether that's faith, family, work, and our responsibilities, all the other things will follow. If you're stressed or unsuccessful in putting things into perspective, it might be time to take at a look at what's causing the discomfort in your life. I've shared with you before the importance of putting on the armor of Christ. Recently, I've struggled with many issues that were work-related, and I think I've talked about this in previous episodes. Well, I wouldn't be in business for over 38 years without being able to handle the problems that crop up. yet. This was really difficult for me. I was really thrown for a loop. And I kept thinking and praying, and I finally decided I needed to do spiritual warfare. Now, let me preface that. My own business I've had for 28 years, but I've been involved in my dad's business as well as my husband's. So I've really been able to put up with a lot through all the years. But when I finally realized, you know what, I need to pray a spiritual warfare prayer, and I kept putting it off until I finally had to make it a priority. So I knelt down beside my bed, and I prayed, and I took authority over the things in my life that were an issue. I asked the Lord for the providence to show me ways that I had sinned against him, and I rebuked the sin, and then asked the Lord for the grace of the opposite of the struggle. For example, I said, I take authority in the name of Jesus Christ over frustration and rebuke it, and I asked my God for the spirit of peace that surpasses all understanding. Then I went down the list as thoughts came to me of the things I should rebuke. I also prayed for an increase in time, and I had one of the most productive days I've ever had. I also had a major miracle. I had an issue or problem that needed to be solved, and it was solved in a way I can't even tell you Um, I needed to find a template for something, but I didn't even know that was what I was looking for. And I went online and I looked and I found a company where I could purchase a template and have access for a year at a really reasonable cost that I didn't even know was out there. And this was for some personal need. It wasn't even for a business need. And I really have to give all the glory to God because he solved a problem that I was going to have before I even had it. We can do this, friends. We can take authority under the lordship of Jesus Christ, and we don't have to do anything without his help. We can pray for his help and his providence. We should not miss that opportunity or the ability to place things that are troubling us at the foot of his cross. As I record this, we're heading into a new year and closing out the old. So much emphasis is put on nostalgia of thinking about the new year and thinking about it ending sadly or happily, depending on your situation, and looking forward to a new year of big changes. Friends, as followers of Christ, we should be happy with the here and now, be thankful of what we have, and we should look for opportunities to praise God every time we can. We have the opportunity to be better, to have a fresh start, which I'll discuss in my New Year's podcast, and the ability to be the best Christian we can be, which is easy with the love that the Lord has for us. Instead of the after Christmas letdown, let's rejoice that the best is yet to come. We have each other, even if it's from afar through the audio waves of this podcast, or however you're listening. We have like-minded friends and community with the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If we focus on the love that Christ has for you and how you want to grow this coming year, then we can rejoice today because the Savior of the world is with you now and always. Your challenge this week is to look and to be aware and to rejoice and to be glad. To turn that frown upside down, as they say, and smile and to say, The Savior loves me and I love him. The Savior loves me. And I love him. The Savior loves me and I love him. Rejoice and be glad. May God's blessings be upon you today and always.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with and your podcast page on A Few Minutes with God There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.